Hello, everyone, and welcome to Space Spiels. I'm your host, Paige Kaufman. I'm an undergraduate astronautical engineering student at the University of Southern California. I am also an avid equestrian who brought her horse to college with her, a member of the Trojan Marching Band playing clarinet, and an active member of the USC Liquid Propulsion Laboratory, also known as LPL. This podcast will focus on culture and community within the aerospace industry. I will speak with a variety of fellow students, engineers, and scientists. I will get the inside scoops on my guests' recent projects and engineering backgrounds, while also discovering their favorite experiences and inside jokes. I hope you enjoy and fight on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first solo episode of Space Spiels. I am just here chilling in my room, talking to myself, and today I'm going to kind of ask myself some similar questions to um as like that I have been asking my guests so that you guys can learn a little bit about me as your host and I can just kind of share my experience on culture and community within aerospace so I'm going to go ahead and start on with the question of why I got into aerospace so this is a very great question that I've been starting a lot of my interviews with um so here's my answer um so when I was younger I remember seeing a video of this room or it was like on TV or something and people were celebrating and they were celebrating because they had just sent something into space. And I remember my mom pointed out, she's like, look, they're, they know secret handshakes with each other. They, they're hugging, they're crying, they're high-fiving and they just, they're amazing friends. And so I loved that sense of community in that room sense of accomplishment the sense that they they knew that they were doing something great and that they got to do it together and so I was really attracted to that um and then I so I was like oh I should I want to be in that room someday and then I completely forgot about it and then flash forward I wanted to be a teacher growing up and then I decided that wasn't for me and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do so about halfway through high school, I remember I was in the shower and I remembered this memory of seeing these people celebrating in this amazing room. It was mission control. And I was like, you know what? If I want to be in that room, I could form my career around it. So I did some more research, realized I was really into it. Um, I then took a little bit of action and attended space camp in Huntsville, Alabama, um, right before my junior year of high school. This was honestly, I still consider it one of the best weeks of my life. It was absolutely amazing. If you're younger out there and you can go to space camp, please go to space camp. I know it's kind of cliche to talk about it, <laughs> um, yeah, but I honestly w- loved it. And I thought about being a counselor there uh, over the summer and didn't end up working out uh, going to Huntsville, but I absolutely loved that experience. And I, I could talk about it forever. And then I got back from space camp and I was missing it. So I started uh, Young Astronauts Club back up. So one of my good friends, she was a senior when I was a freshman. Shout out Maya. She had she was the president of Young Astronauts Club at my high school. And I decided to, it ended up like dying <laughs> while, after Maya graduated. And so I decided to start it back up. And I just kind of use it as an opportunity to share what I had learned at Space Camp. Uh, specifically, I really liked the history that they had 
taught us these stories about different astronauts. One of them like snuck a sandwich to space and the crumbs floated everywhere and everyone was mad. And just the, you know, the Gemini Mercury astronauts and kind of the history all around these things, which I absolutely love. And I think I might make some episodes on these stories because they're just so interesting. I want to refresh my knowledge on them because they're just really fun to tell and really entertaining. So let me know if you're interested in that because I'm definitely leaning towards doing that. So I absolutely love doing Astronauts Club. I, <laughs> I inherited my friend Maya's astronaut costume, which I wore at our little club rush. And I still have. I actually have way more occasions to wear this costume than you would think. I wear it like probably five times a year, which is a lot for an astronaut costume, but I absolutely love it. It's the best. I maybe Maya thought that I was going to give it back to her after I graduated and was done with Young Astronauts Club, but I am sorry to break it to you. I will be keeping that forever. I will buy you a new one if you want. Okay. So COVID hit, all the things happened. I ended up applying to a few colleges. Um, My top three were Stanford, USC, and Cal Poly Slow. I did not get into Stanford, um, which was a blessing in disguise. I was very upset about that, but I absolutely know it was for the best. I am beyond happy at USC. I ended up deciding to go to USC. They offered me quite a bit of money. And I also just loved the culture and the vibes that you can feel on campus. There's just like so much energy and pure like passion and school spirit. So that ended up being perfect, especially being a band kid. The marching band is just like the best it can be, you know, like it can, it does not get better than that. And so I ended up going up going to USC. Uh, I decided to major in astronautical engineering. I applied for aerospace at a lot of other places because, you know, that's the closest that you can get to astro at SC. But astronautical is basically super specific. So aerospace is more like everything that can fly. So planes, rockets, etc. And our aerospace program here is space specific. So spacecraft. So it's been really awesome and it's been a really nice tight knit community of students. So there is about 30 people I want to say in my class in my major. So speaking of which, I walked into my first ever USC class and it was Astronautical Engineering 101 and I walk into the room and no one's talking to each other. Everyone just kind of takes a seat. We make sure we're in the right class. And then the lecturer, our teacher, just kind of talks to the floor for an hour and 20 minutes. And then we all got up and left. <laughs> and that was my first class at USC. And I was like, this just cannot be what it's supposed to be like. I think everyone was just nervous. And I was like, this is not happening. So I decided I needed to just step up and talk to the other students. And so I remember walking in the second day and I was like, hey guys, oh my gosh, it's, uh, we all need to like talk and get to know each other. I made friends with one girl and I was like, okay, we're going to get lunch at, you know, Parkside Dining Hall on Thursday at 6 p.m. So if you're interested, everyone come, everyone's invited, we'll all get to know each other. 10 people about ended up going to that dinner and it was awesome. It was really fun. We all ended up getting to know each other get some small talk in, um, laughed a little bit. And we were like, oh, this was really fun. Maybe we should do it again next week. So then we did it the next week and then the next week and then the next week. And then it kept going. Now people began to weed off of this group as we kept on doing it week by week. But there was a core group of about five of us who stuck to it. And those are now my five best friends. So 
those people are really the best ever. I honestly, I don't think that I would be able to be still doing engineering if it wasn't for them. Their help with homework, their friendship, the laughter that we get when we're doing the homework together. They're absolutely like the best people I could ever ask for. And I miss them so much because it's summer and we're not all together. We have a plan that, well, first off, we have planned on living together for a really long time. It ended up that three of us will be living together next year in an apartment. We're going to call it Astro House, even though it is clearly an apartment. That's just what we've been referring to it as um, for all these years when we've been planning it. So we're going to live in Astro House. And then, you know, the big dream is that we're going to have a big mansion when we're older. We're all going to be old and successful. We are. It's going to be shaped like a star. So there currently are six of us in this friend group. So each of us will have a wing um, <laughs> and in the star. And then we'll all have Astro dinner in the middle every night. Um, and then our children will fall in love and all the things. Obviously, this is kind of a joke, but if it were to happen, I, I would not be bad. Uh, but <laughs> that's our little plan. And yeah, so those friends have been amazing. This These classes have been kicking my butt. I went from high school where things weren't necessarily easy, but you got what you put in. So like if you put in a lot of time into your classes, took good notes, whatever, you'd score well automatically there was like an easy like kind of crossover you put in you get out kind of thing with these ones it's not necessarily the case you know you could study for like 20 hours in a week and you could still fail the test like I I do that <laughs> and so it's really scary you don't necessarily always know what what the curve is gonna be I have really smart friends so if we ever compare scores I'm like oh like how do you guys do whatever I often am towards the lower end so it's been really frightening. I've had a lot of imposter syndrome, um, especially lately with everything people are doing over the summer. So I I don't have an internship this summer. I'm working part-time as a tutor and I'm taking dynamics over the summer at a community college and, you know, recording this podcast or this podcast has been really fun, you know, uh, riding my horse, doing some band gigs. But you know, I see these people, some of my friends are working at Boeing, working uh, with the Air Force, and it's just, it's really cool to see them succeeding. But also, I am a little bit insecure that I am not getting that experience yet. But, you know, you never know. I also had dinner with one of my good friends who's not in engineering, and he said that he was intimidated by me and all that he saw me doing this summer. So it's really all about perspective, and that's what I have to remind myself and remind myself that I'm supposed to be there they're supposed to be here and I can do this and I know I will but it is hard because I don't always feel smart for sure and I'm still learning a ton but it's very very difficult and I yeah I just have to constantly remind myself that I can do it so speaking of which my first like really scary class here where I like was you know scared scared that I wouldn't pass I mean to be honest like I was just like it was really really difficult was calc three so I'd taken calc two in high school I got a four on the AP test you're supposed to get a five to be able to transfer the BC credits um over to SC so oh well I took that again it was difficult but I you know still passed and wasn't worried about that one but um, I did end up taking Calc 3, and that one really kicked my butt. Um, I, <laughs> I was studying. I was doing everything I could, 
but my grade was just not really always reciprocating. I ended up being good friends with my professor and joking with him and always attending class. And I think that really helped me in the end because he knew that I really was learning the material, trying my best to learn the material. Um, and that helped him, you know, find ways to help me pass as well. And we really worked together and I ended up doing fine in the class and passing it. Um, thank goodness. I was studied, I studied abroad in Paris for just a month over last summer. So my summer after freshman year. And I remember getting that grade back from that class and saying I passed and I had literal champagne on that, like in the Eiffel Tower. It was amazing. And it really purpose, uh, perfectly summed up how I was feeling about passing this class. I was so happy and I'm still proud of myself for doing that. So there's a little tip is make sure that you make friends with your professors and that you go to class because a lot of these classes you think, oh, it's a competitive engineering school. Like everyone goes to class, right? Not always the case. And you know, sometimes classes you don't have to go to in person. You can watch the recordings, you can learn from the textbook, etc. But most of the time, having the professor see that you are going often, go to their office hours, stuff like that is super helpful. So that's something that I've definitely learned. It's obvious, you hear it all the time, but it is so true. So anyways, that first semester, freshman year, I was in the band, super busy, uh, learning how to be an engineering student in college. And then I ended up deciding to take on some research in the springtime. So we do have an astronaut uh, on campus professor. He's mainly a graduate student professor, but I was in charge in that astronautical engineering 101 class. We were given an assignment to design something that would make space flight like easier or different. So it was super broad. But my group ended up deciding on designing a space toilet, which I think is so funny. I am like toilet humor just kind of runs in my family. Um, oh, that was kind of funny. Like runs in my family. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I should say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was interesting. I kind of wanted to know how space toilets worked. It was just, it was, it was a good topic. So we ended up actually... I ended up like cold emailing uh, this professor and being like, hey, the, the line was like space toilets. And I asked, hey, could we meet with you really quick just could, to kind of consult your experience uh, in using these and how you think that they can improve, et cetera. And he was super nice, set up a Zoom with us. We met with him, like the three of us met with him, helped our project, got an A, of course. It was amazing. Um, so that was an amazing connection to have. Uh, definitely, again, on that topic, make people tell you no because it, you never know what you can get from these opportunities. And this one was super cool and amazing. So I sent him an email, said thank you, and was like, um, we got an A. Thank you so much. Also, do you have any research opportunities in the spring? <laughs> because I'm looking to take on some research. And uh, he ended up putting me in contact with his PhD student, and we ended up doing some research together. So that was amazing. His student was awesome. He he like sat down with me, asked me kind of what I wanted to do, what I was looking for, stuff like that. And he let me participate in this research. And it ended up that he totally tricked me. It was it was so funny. So I uh, I helped spec some like parts for this experiment, which means just like figure out like, you know, what type of camera to use, what type of head strap to use that would help for this uh, experiment. So the way it was going to work is that I would wear this like head strap or the person would wear this head strap. They would be following a procedure and the AI would tell them if they're doing it 
properly or not. And if they're not doing it properly, it would like tell them and beep them and say, oh no, it can't. And so what this was basically for is if people were to go to deep space and they weren't necessarily able to con communicate with the ground super fast. So they would use kind of uh, a computer as their partner and to help them get through this stuff. So I ended up being able to be the first person to test the AI and to wear that headset and do the experiment. So I ended up doing the experiment and then at the end, <laughs> um, Ulu, the PhD student, he says, so turns out there's no AI. Just it was him behind the computer the whole time telling me if I did it wrong or not. And so I totally had no idea. It was like the Wizard of Oz. It was insane. I was giddy afterwards and I was not allowed to tell anyone because he was looking for more subjects for the experiment because the experiment was to test how humans work with this AI, not how the AI works with these humans. So it was like testing if whether or not developing this AI was actually worth it in the long run. Uh, so it was super interesting. It was so fun. Uh, that research is out. My name is now on the paper, but it was super cool. And that was an amazing taste of just kind of what I could be doing. And it was human spaceflight based, which is what I want because of that experiment in like space camp or because of that experience in space camp, I, uh, just have been attracted to kind of human spaceflight because of the stories and the just the interactions that humans have in space is just so unique to anything. The rovers are like super cool and like looking with telescopes and stuff, but like having a human up there is just like nothing else. So it was a super cool experience. Um, I, yeah, that was awesome. So that was after freshman year. So now we go into sophomore year and I had quite the the fall season uh, with the band. I definitely focus on the band in the fall um, and, you know, passing my classes, getting good scores and taking care of my horse. And then I tried to kind of add a little bit more uh, hands-on experience in the spring more so. Uh, this fall, I'm going to try and do both. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to really try hard, <laughs> but with all, also taking care of myself is really important to me. So I will see if I can balance it all. So I went into sophomore year. Uh, in the springtime, I took thermodynamics, which was very difficult. It definitely was one of those harder classes up there with Calc 3. My scores were also not very good, but I didn't really know where I stood in the class because of the way that things were curved. So I was a little bit worried that I was not passing completely. And I emailed our professor. Turns out I ended up the year with, or I ended the year with a B minus. And that is totally fine, especially in engineering. I actually got pretty good grades in the spring, which was, I was super proud of myself. And I was totally talking bad about myself throughout the year. I was like, oh yeah, my grades aren't very good. Like, but I'm trying to get this experience in lab, which I'll talk about in a second. But I was totally talking down about myself and I ended with A's and B's. And so I just keep kind of finding these patterns in my language towards myself, which I have been a lot better and saying, oh, I'm so smart. I totally figured out that problem. Oh, smart, smart. Never being like, oh, I'm dumb, uh, which people say in passing and they're kind of joking, but it's, it can kind of get to your conscience. And I found that and I'm really trying to change that inner voice to say, you know, I can do this. So proved that I totally can do this because I got A's and B's last semester. Like it's literally on paper. I totally can do this. I am smart. I deserve to be here, but I'm hard on myself. So it's something interesting. Um, but yeah, thermal was hard. I, I did fine in the class and I learned a good amount. So I, <laughs> I did it. Um, and then also I started working in the liquid propulsion lab at USC. 
So we have two kind of main rocket labs uh, on campus. There is the Rocket Propulsion Lab and the Liquid Propulsion Lab. So the Rocket Propulsion Lab is more undergraduates. It's all undergraduates. And there's no application to get in. Anyone can. But um, in order to really get your hands on stuff, you have to put in the time. So there's kind of a like learning curve that you have to show the leadership, hey, I'm going to be here. I'm going to work. Please train me. Kind of give me some stuff to work on, to use, to learn. Um, and so I just kind of wasn't into the idea of having to put in that time before I was able to work. And so I, because I was just so busy, I had band, I have my horse, like I've said a million times before and trying to do well in my classes. So I was kind of intrigued by the idea of LPL, the liquid propulsion lab. My friend Danny was in the lab and I was just interested. So LPL is more graduate students. It's about 75 to 80% grad, um, and then 20, 25% undergrad and it is application based. So I decided to shoot my shot, applied. I found them at the little like club fair, talked to them, you know, schmoozed, which is never hurts. I went to the lab tour, kind of looked around, saw what I kind of wanted to work on. It was super cool. My interview went well and I got the gig. It was epic. I was in the car when I got the email. I was like screaming. I called Danny. He was like, yeah, I knew you'd get in. I'm not surprised, blah, blah, blah. But I was freaking out. I was so proud of myself. Um, I ended up going into lab and just kind of like sitting there and like at the other table while there's like all these people who know what they're talking about at the table, like grad students doing their 500 level like class homework while I'm here in like my 200 level classes, like, uh, um, doing my like thermodynamics homework in the corner, but they were super nice. I turned around. I was just kind of like, they were like, Oh, like, what's your name? And I told them, I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out. Want to be in here, get, get comfortable with, you know, just being in here. And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. That's good that you're here. We'll officially onboard you, but (laughs) that's good that you're just here in the first place. So they did just that. Um, We have our weekly meetings and weekly meetings for the whole lab, weekly meetings for the projects. I went to all of those. They had little onboarding like classes. So they taught us basic like machining, like different fittings. And um, what else did they teach us? They had like an engines one a bunch of different uh, little classes, crash courses. I took notes on them. I love those notes. I reference those notes. And it's just been amazing to be able to talk to people that are smarter than me, which are the majority of people in lab, I can say, especially because they're graduate students. They just have so much more experience. I've interviewed two of them already. Go ahead and listen to those podcasts to just hear how experienced they are. But it's been amazing to have them, you know, give advice, help with homework if needed, and just teach me how to build a literal rocket engine. It's an amazing resource and it's it's been fun too. I mean, it's fun to hang out with them outside of lab. We've been rock climbing, we've gotten food, and um, it's just, it's been a really good time. So a great community to be a part of, and I don't want to give it up. So that's the thing I was saying. Oh, usually in the fall, I focus on band. I focus on school. I focus on my horse. And then in the spring, I have a little bit more time with it not being football season and I can step in and get some more hands-on experience. However, I really want to do both next semester. So that's why I'm taking dynamics over the summer, lighten my course load a little bit. And I'll keep you guys updated because this is going to be a hell of a semester and I'm intrigued to see how it goes. And I know I can do it. I can do time management um, and I can drink coffee and I can get seven to eight hours of sleep every night. And that's what I'm going to do. And (laughs) we're going to get this shit done. Yeah. So otherwise, LPL, I've been 
I started off, we got to do a little bit of building, bending pipes, flaring tubes, uh, Teflon taping, um, which Teflon like soft tape. It also is used to like coat uh, pans to make them nonstick. And uh, it helps kind of fill in the gaps so that things don't escape when you're putting two uh, parts together. So anyways, uh, a lot of the time the newbies will be Teflon taping. You have to make sure the tape goes in the correct direction. It covers all of the threads properly, all of the things so that things don't leak. It's a pretty easy task, but it is a little bit harder than you'd think it is. Um, but it's super fun. You get to see other people doing stuff. So we did a little bit of building in the beginning. They were just kind of finishing up our current project. Um, and then we we started to test our engine and feed system because we went into a hot fire last semester, which was so amazing. So we did some cold flows, uh, proofed all our lines, all the stuff. Um, and then we finally got to the desert and we hot fired our rocket engine. So we went to out to Mojave desert, um, in the spring or yeah, in the, at the end of the spring semester and fired our engine. We camped there the night before it was amazing. We had some great food. Shout out Connor for the food. <laughs> he planned all the food and I was the media lead out there. So it was super cool. I got to take a bunch of pictures. Um, I was in charge of our cameras for the actual firing. So to make sure that we have footage to analyze our GoPros, which <laughs> were a little bit old. I'm going to blame it on that. Um, the GoPros didn't all go well. We did have one that worked though. So that's all we need for that high quality footage. The other ones we just used to security cameras, CCTV cameras, um, and that ran that live footage back to our main bunker. And because I was in charge of the cameras, I got to be in the main bunker, which was amazing because that is the room where it happens, man. That is mission control of our project. And so it was so cool. And there's this video of me when the rocket engine is firing and I just look so happy and I felt so happy inside. I don't even think my face captures it. And it, I look, my mouth is super wide, but it was amazing to see our hard work pay off. And I, you know, I didn't have a super technical, um, hand in this project because I was really learning a lot as it was happening, but I still touched the stuff and I Teflon taped some of the parts and I, you know, was there and helped pack the truck and, um, set things up and I'm learning. And it was just, it was amazing to even be a part of it. And I cannot wait for when I have more of a leadership role in this lab and I get to see work like that pay off. Um, it was, it was unreal. So that was our smaller engine. We got to hot fire it. And the, I just remember the stars the night before the hot fire were so pretty and it was just, it was unreal. So, uh, next semester we'll hopefully have another hot fire with our bigger engine Valerian. So that could be really, really cool. And I hope it happens. It will happen. Um, and so, yeah, right now we're creating a new feed system, which is what brings the fuel and oxidizer to the engine. So it goes boom. So uh, I had to do the boil off calcs or I had a hand in doing the boil off counts. I uh, One of my friends and colleagues in the lab really helped me a lot there. Those are more complicated than you'd think, but I now know how to do them. Those are used for when you're putting your liquid oxygen into the tank so that when it's boiling off, the energy of it boiling off has somewhere to go. So hopefully a vent and not exploding the container. So that's what those are used for. So that was kind of the first uh, technical task I was given um, and was kind of just asked to help with. So that was really fun. I hope to have more. 
of that. Um, right now we're kind of waiting for some people to come back from uh, their summer trips and we're going to start working on this new feed system and actually building it. Uh, the design is done uh, and it's going to be super fun. So I'm just kind of tutoring, doing that class, doing this podcast, and it's a time and really fun. I like being busy. Uh, I've been trying to make sure I'm with friends because balance is very important to me. I have band, I have my horse. So that's kind of, you know, I've said that like 10 times, but I, it's something that I've been kind of wrestling with. I've had some conversations with people where they're, you know, saying, oh, you might want to like really focus on school. It's your junior year. Kind of let some of those activities go. You know, some people have said, send your horse home, quit band, stuff like that. And I just can't do it. And so I've, I've talked to some people about this and people who I really respect have said, no, you, this is good. You know, people in the industry, people not in the industry, this is good. This is how I want to live my life. I want to have balance. I'm going to have a horse when I'm older. Like I just know it. I need the outlet. I need that connection. It's important to me being one with nature. Uh, but I also want to change the world and I will, I will do both. And I have to keep reminding myself that it's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to take time to sleep to nap, to go to therapy, to, you know, ride my horse, to go to band and I'm going to do it. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to have so much fun these next two years. So, um, yeah, it's been fantastic and I've made amazing connections along the way. Uh, the people in lab have been amazing and are just so fun to hang out with, which is so important. And my friends in my classes are what literally gets me through it. I'm so excited to be able to get into these hard classes junior year, but they're going to be hard, but interesting now. So I've done the fundamentals and now I get to really, really learn the cool stuff. And I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. And I have to keep reminding myself that because I've been doubting myself, as I said before. And yeah. So the two questions that I usually ask people at the end of these interviews are, what is the most meaningful connection you have made within your professional life and why? And I'm going to say right now, it's going to be the Astro Group. And I know that's not one connection, but that group of five people are literally how I survive everything. I love them so much. I've roomed with one of them this summer. I'm going to room with two more of them. The other two I just love with all my heart and they they've helped me so much. We had these light nights in the library. We'd chill in the Doheny stacks, which is our oldest library on campus. And the book stacks are like these windowless, like seven floors of just books or nine floors, nine floors of just books. And there's these little tables hidden in there. And we would sit at those tables freshman year for hours at night and just grind out our homework and laugh. And I played clarinet once in there. It was amazing. I have these amazing memories. And I just know that those are going to be my bridesmaids, <laughs> my future bridesmaids, even though a good amount of them are men. Um, they will be on my side during the wedding. And uh, they're just lifelong connections that I know are going to just get me far in life. And I hope to see them genuinely hope to see them succeed and have everything they want in life. And the other question is advice I would give my 20 year old self. And the reason why I asked this question is because I'm 20. Uh, so I'm going to change it a little bit. And once I start to interview people that are younger than me, I will do the same thing. Uh, but advice I would give my uh, 16 year old self, we'll say that my advice would be get sleep, <laughs> get sleep and take care of yourself because it's worth it. And you'll be more successful and happy when you do. 
And you don't always have to go above and beyond in everything you do. You can still do everything well without exhausting yourself. And it's okay to have some give and take while doing that. It's okay to have to not do something really well to be able to go ride your horse. It's okay to not do the last homework problem because you need to comfort a friend. You need to get more sleep. You're, you know, you, you need to do something else. Like it's okay. It's okay to have that give and take and still try your best at everything. And you know, you will, but it's okay to have that balance. And I think that's a, some information I do need to tell my 20 year old self right now, which, uh, yeah, my current self needs to hear that too. So Paige, watch this back. Um, and yeah, so that's going to include our solo episode today. I can't believe I talked to myself for this long and it wasn't too weird. That's so crazy. I really hope that you guys enjoyed. Give me some of your feedback and tune in for episodes every week, every Monday. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for some, for some more awesome guests and a couple more solo episodes in the future as well. And, uh, fight on. I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Space Spiels. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share it with someone that you know and love. And please go ahead and follow the podcast and leave a review if you can. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week for new episodes every Monday. Bye.